Hello and welcome back. In this episode of Barron's AP U.S. History Podcast, we're going to explore the age of U.S. expansion from 1800 to 1848. Here are some of the most important things you need to know about this time period. This period isn't as famous as, say, the Revolutionary War or the Civil War, but it was a vital time because the United States was growing. Also, it was just beginning to come into its power economically and in terms of international politics. The Louisiana Purchase doubled the size of the United States. Explorers Lewis and Clark led an expedition that mapped the land and searched for ways to go even further west. Canals and railroads made regional and national markets possible, not just local markets. States reduced property qualifications for voting. That means democracy expanded. However, democracy was still limited to white men. Trade conflicts and pressure from the Warhawk congressmen pushed President James Madison to declare war against Great Britain in 1812. As settlers pushed west and farmlands became more valuable, local and national authorities pushed American Indians to far-off territories. The forced march, called the Trail of Tears, cost thousands of Cherokee lives. Compromises on the issue of slavery did little to help enslaved people, and did not, in the long run, prevent a civil war. So now we've covered some of the general information. Let's get into some specifics. Do you remember who won the War of 1812? This question is a little more complicated than it seems. Many historians would say that the War of 1812 was a draw. Neither side really got what it wanted. The peace treaty required both sides to resume the boundaries that had existed before the war started. Some historians would argue that Britain won. After all, the British occupied Washington, D.C. and burned the executive mansion, what we now call the White House, and the Capitol building. British military power helped to keep American ambitions in check, at least for a while. There's also an argument that the United States won in some ways. The Americans didn't get the resounding victory they hoped for. However, the United States built its military strength and did fairly well in a two-year war with one of the most powerful empires on Earth. And of course, Andrew Jackson in the United States won a decisive victory at the Battle of New Orleans. But the fact that both sides had signed the peace treaty weeks before makes it harder to argue this point. Communication was slow back then. So here we've used our judgment to talk through that question. What do you need to do if a question on the exam asks you to make a judgment? Take a moment to think about it. You'll need to do more than say, this event happened in 1830, or that event was bad for the country. You need to consider the facts and details you've learned and base your judgment on them. You need to make connections between those facts and details and show how they support your opinion. So does this mean that you, as a historian, can make any argument you want to any question? Take a moment to think it through before you decide. No, it doesn't. Let's explore why. Some historical events just aren't arguable. For instance, it doesn't make any sense to try to argue that the Indian Removal Act of the 1830s helped American Indians in some ways harmed them in others, and had no effect in some instances. The act was a disaster for the Cherokee, Chickasaw, Choctaw, Muscogee Creek, and Seminole peoples. 
The primary source evidence that exists shows how extraordinarily harmful the U.S. policy was, physically, economically, and culturally. Learning to state a point of view clearly and then supporting it with evidence is a skill historians need, of course, and one that you'll need in order to succeed on the AP exam. Now, let's connect the abolitionist movement and the movement for women's rights. Take some time to think about how you would make this connection. Most historians would say that the abolitionist movement shaped and strengthened the movement for women's rights. Many abolitionist activists became activists for women's rights as well. These included some of the stars of the abolitionist movement, Angelina Grimke, Sarah Grimke, Elizabeth Cady Stanton, and Lucretia Mott. Also, they included thousands of other women whose names history has forgotten. They, too, began by seeking the abolition of slavery and later turned their energies to seeking more expansive rights for women. In the next episode, we'll stay focused on this time period, but we'll look at AP exam-style questions and answers in depth. See you next time!